Pattaya Beach. The following story is a work of fiction. After purchasing a hefty amount of D-ball, I head down to the lobby of the Hard Rock and see Trigger Mike and the boys laughing their asses off. Apparently, someone bought a fucking shark and threw it in the hotel pool. It's a Tuesday. It's 11 a.m. And there's a shark in the pool at the Hard Rock. With the iconic shattering of a beer bottle and an oddly masculine female voice yelling in Thai, I am brought back to reality. Let's get the fuck out of here, I say to Hammer Dick John and the boys as we make our way down Walking Street to Lucifer's Disco. Now you see this particular establishment was on the list of the no-go zones, so you know it was going to be lit. Upon arrival, we found out just quickly how lucky we were as we threw a knowing nod to the officers in the back and the show began to start. After a couple thousand bots and countless ping pong balls, I finally found that little part of me that was missing my entire life. Crabs. After spending the maximum amount allowed before the bank shut off our cards, we headed back to the safety and security of the ship. After showering and leaving some jellyfish behind, there was only one thing left to do. Report our debit card just stolen. And welcome to episode two of the Millennial Veterans Podcast. I'm Alex. This is John. We're a couple Millennial Veterans. And today, to start things off, is we're going to ask each other a few questions, kind of give uh, you guys listening a bit more insight about us. And, you know, it'll help us learn a little bit more about each other as well. John, would you like to go first? Question one. Have you ever had sex with a man? No, I have not. Oh. Yeah. Well, there goes the rest of my questions. <laughs> uh, um, there's this time in Thailand, but when in Rome. Can't be certain. Yeah, I mean. Can't pinpoint it. I mean, had fun. Who knows what it is? Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not even me anymore. That's That was me years ago. Not the same guy. We change. Yeah. We evolve. So, um. I have a question for you. You know what your body looks like. like you could probably pick it up out of a lineup, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Have you ever seen your own asshole? I have. You've seen your own butthole. I've taken a picture of my butthole. You've taken a picture of your butthole. Yeah, I have. Because there is a fetish of mine Okay. that I in, enjoy indulging in. Your own butthole. Well, I mean, not my own butthole, but... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, continue. I like to get my butthole ate. Okay. By a young, pretty lady. And to kind of reassure her that I'm ready for that route, sometimes I'll take a picture of my well-cleaned-up and groomed butthole. So she could kind of... It never works. So so while while you're in the stages of ex- exchanging sexual pictures... Mm-hmm. At some point, you're sending a butthole shot. I'll hint at it. I mean, I'm not going to... It's like a dick picture. Yeah, you're no, not going to be unsolicited. Right, right. You say like, oh, no, I really cleaned it up. No, guys' buttholes are gross and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, let me show you my butthole. And you're no, proud you, of your butthole. Yeah. As you should be. Oh, absolutely. But so you... you now, now, do you have a go-to pose to get a best shot of your butthole? Yeah, you have to pick your... I mean, because it's kind of hard to get to a man's butthole. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just you know, kind of twerks in ways. Yeah, you um, gotta buy him dinner. Yeah, yeah, you gotta tell him nice and sweet things. Tell me, he's pretty. Yeah, I got you. So I'll pick one leg up, and then like I'll 
do like do you put it on something yeah yeah, toilet or not the toilet because you want to stay away from the toilet because then that other realm of oh yeah you know yeah you go to scat stuff and don't gotcha don't want to go that route so you want to give it the appearance of a cleanliness so you do it by the shower okay so you know what i'm saying it's like the shower where people clean is that your usual go-to I'm going to take a nude spot is out right outside of the shower. Or do you have like a an area with some lighting set up? Like, Oh yeah. My bedroom. So my bedroom, I'll, if I'm going to take like a, you know, standard vanilla dick pic, you know, if nothing too spicy. And and if she's intrigued already and we're already at that point where I could get a little bit, you know, put a little sauce on it. Yeah. I'll go to the shower. Oh, okay. And then like, I'll start, you know, cause we're going to need a shower after we're done doing what we're doing. Like, do you like, so, cause I guess I've never really thought about it from a guy's point of view of like sending nudes of like work that goes into it. Cause I'm sure there's women out there who like put time and effort into sending a solid nude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like to hear that you're actually putting in the time and effort into the craft, it's really respectful. You know, like it's, you're taking it to another level. I feel like. Well, I mean, bro, how often do us men have just gigantic, veiny, girthy, fucking always ready Never. to show. Yeah. Right? So you got to kind of slap it around a little bit. Hey, wake up. It's time to go. It's time to go. You know, reveille, reveille. matters a lot as well. Absolutely. Good lighting, some good manscaping. Angle. You want to, you have might have a mole on one side, then not the other. I got a birthmark, I yeah. tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of try to get your best side. Everybody has a best side. So take a picture on the best side. It uh, they, they they appreciate it. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. All right, well, your turn. So do you have any fetishes or something vanilla that people would not really expect out of you? Something I'm into that is either weird or vanilla, but I'm into Damn, you're making me really put it out there, huh? I, I like a good foot. Ah, yeah, I appreciate a nice pair of feet. Ah, nothing wrong with that, man. I've always pondered getting a a foot job. And an FJ is something not to be uh, shied away from. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it I used to have a real cringy feeling towards uh towards feet. Not so much anymore. I mean, I've seen all parts of the body. It and, grows on you with age. Yeah, you you could tell a lot by a pair of feet. And that's all I'm going to say on this subject. I, I feel like people enjoy some vanilla things, but they don't like saying it. Some people just like missionary, and that's cool. I guess. I don't, I like, I don't think I'll ever hear someone say, oh, I hate missionary. That is the classic. That is the go-to. If you're doing it right, it's it's the go-to. It, it, it's the fucking basic cable of fucking right you get fresh prints on it you know you get some you get the you get the news you get the classics but you get when you want that betm cut that whap you gotta fucking switch it up throw some new game on it oh yeah you gotta subscribe to hbo oh yeah skinamax yeah that one's a i used to have god i can't believe i used to jerk off to softcore pornography like Skinamax, like 10 p.m. Cinemax, like that is, it's embarrassing compared to like 
more grown, developed interests in pornography. My go-tos now, I have to have like a a series of events, like or a series of of, of conditions. Like I go to Reddit first to get myself kind of riled up. Okay. Go to some random, not safe for work stuff. And then after that, you know, start diving down that rabbit hole and we go to, you know, I don't go to Pornhub because it's too many, it's too uh, plastic, you know? Yeah, it's too overproduced. Yeah, exactly. I want some amateur grainy video taken off of somebody's cell phone. You want some vinyl shit. Exactly. Some VHS shit. Sometimes I get into that 70s vintage. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I could appreciate a good bush. Oh, love a bush. Armpits, not, not my thing. I, I, not saying I I don't control what they do with their body. I just like what I like. I have armpit hair. It, I it, for me it kind of looks like it smells because I know that my armpit hair smells. Yeah, and it just creates like a, an illusion in my mind that it might smell. Not a, nothing against it. I still well, yeah, it's, it's a strange thing how we um, connect like hygiene and hairiness. Mm-hmm. That's why I clean my butthole all the way. Well, because if you don't, it's like wiping like peanut butter out of carpet. It's just nonstop. During the uh, toilet paper shortage of 2020, mm-hmm. you didn't switch to a bidet? No, I did not because I'm a motherfucking Costco member and mm-hmm. I had toilet paper on deck. I didn't have to buy toilet paper and I didn't pre-buy. I didn't panic buy. I bought fucking toilet paper in like February and I had to buy some new toilet paper in like July. I was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy toilet paper from about February to... Mm, let's say May. You so you have a bidet. You you've had one, right? Mm-hmm. One of those like off of Amazon, thirty dollar install. You're on your own. Easy, quick to quick to install. Um, and I will not. I've never looked back. The little bidet. It comes. I mean, obviously, I like butt stuff. Too. What's the process? Are you going toilet paper bidet toilet paper or? Oh no. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, please educate. So after you're done with your business. And you allow yourself to, you know, finish reading whatever you're reading, step aside, put it to the side. And then it's on the right hand side for me. Cause, um, and then I turn it to the, because uh, the, as a butthole part, uh, a, a female area part, and then the cleaning as a self-cleaning mechanism. So you turn it all the way to the right for the butthole cleaning. And then it has a, a power uh, setting. Ooh. So as soon as you turn it, it goes one to five. Crank that bitch. You just you so you start at five. Start at five. Oh my god! Hard right. Oh fucking fucking hit the e brake hard right, and so it just it comes out and it just sprays my sprays my butthole. Uh, and after that, you know, once I feel, I give it like about two minutes to properly kind of, and I wiggle around to make sure that it gets all the areas. Um, turn it off, and then I'll use a little toilet paper to dab around. Uh, pat dry. Pat dry. Yeah, I mean, it leaves you pretty. Pretty soaking wet. Ooh, I gotta. You gotta wap. <laughs> yeah, it's, for sure, dude. I, I definitely gotta wap. Uh, I have another question for you, though. Yeah. I, so I have some serious ones that I wanted to ask you. Some kind of man out ones, and then uh, and some kind of raunchy ones. I can dig it. It's my turn, though. Oh, is it? Okay, it well. is. I wanted to ask you a question. Fire. Now you are not the tallest guy in the room. In many rooms. How tall are you exactly? Five, three, and a, and a half. Wearing shoes or is that barefoot? That's barefoot. Now, what is the tallest woman 
you have 511 511 511 and how tall are you five three and a half you fucking proud of that five huh yeah i am yeah big i don't know if she was german but in my mind she was big did she weigh more than you as well fuck yeah at this i was in the rink at the time oh, so i was five. so i was weighing like about a buck 35 soaking wet Warrior. Yeah. Fucking, I didn't give a fuck, man. What were you, like 0621? Is that what it is? 51. 0651? Yep. Fucking warrior. Fucking data nerd. Just yeah. ready to. Computers and shit. Yeah. Semper I, outs- I outsmarted her. That's what Ooh. it was. She was the brawn. I was the brain. <laughs> she picked me up on her shoulders. David and Goliath. She gave me a head with me on her shoulders. You're lying. No, not at all. Oh my God. This was in 2012 when people were still figuring themselves out. She had you up. Not the whole time, but. But at, there, was at, a moment, there was a point in time. Your legs, her shoulders. Yeah. Your parts, her yeah. mouth. Absolutely. And you loved every moment of it. No. No? No. I went on top of a woman's shoulders. I felt emasculated as fuck. And then like, just because of my stature doesn't mean that I have a raging testosterone behind me you know yeah but i'm not gonna not give it a go well i mean what you know so i had the way it started out is she was on her knees and i had my my foot on the bed and so she fucking picked you up and was gonna suplex your ass she was so one foot goes over her shoulder and she's still giving me head right starts licking the taint and all that you know because i said yeah butthole stuff so sorry. back in 2012, you were doing back in 2012. I was like, yeah, stuff. respect. I know, man. I was a pioneer. I was having a lot of sex. I had a lot of sex when I was in high school. So it, it was already, I was already numb by then. Yeah. You, you, I was you empty. were bored of the normal stuff. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was I shallow you. shell, yeah. man. Um, so anyways, so then here comes the other foot, right? Cause I start creeping up onto the bed. Yeah. And so she just hikes me up. And so like the bed was against the, the, the wall. So then we start to shift. And she just goes for it, man. Oh my! God. She worked out, so that's how we met. She was in the in the gym, and I met her there. And she was, you know, power cleaning and stuff like that. You weren't shit, huh? You weren't shit to her. No, yeah. You're like a fucking kettlebell or something, if that. The yeah. fucking sandbag. So yeah. Anyways, and so it seemed like she was into that. So I don't, you know, it's. I it's, bet she fucked the shit out of you. Yeah. You weren't fucking her. No. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's all woman right there. That's a fucking Viking woman. Yeah, she was, she was a brunette, but still. I got you. Yeah, then she she wasn't she wasn't petite. She you know, was a kind of thick girl, big bigger girl, healthy, very healthy. So that was a fun time. Why did you get out of the Marines? Why did I get out of the Marine Corps? See, that's a that's a fucking answer that changes depending on the day you ask it. Of course. Um, why did I get out of the Marine Corps? Uh, no one was deploying anymore. I So my first deployment, if you'd call it that, was a Mew. Then I did Afghanistan. And then another Mew. And if it's just going to be ship after... I, I like being on ship, but I mean, like, come on. I joined the Marine Corps. I joined the infantry to go to war. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Thailand and Southeast Asia. It's lit. But war was over. Or because I got NJP'd for a picture on Facebook. Or, I mean, shit. I just got married. 
and thought like I was going to have this great fucking life and get the fuck out and not live in a van down by the river. It just seemed like the right thing to do at the time. And it fucking was. Fuck yeah, it was. Don't get me wrong. There are great Marines who stayed in. But I knew that I didn't have much more to give to the Marine Corps. And I feel like I would have been doing an injustice to anyone under me if I would have stayed in. It's a key part. It's very self-aware, not only of yourself, but of the needs of the Marine Corps. Don't be a clog in the system. And a lot of people become gunk. Well, it's also one of those things where, like, it didn't feel like I was a grown-up. Or it just felt like a... The Marine Corps always felt like a kind of a stepping stone to the rest of my life. Like, uh, I'm just going to do this instead of college. Or, uh... This isn't a forever thing. This is just a give it a few years kind of thing. Whereas I had a five-year contract. So if I were to re-enlisted once, that's nine years. I'm halfway done, dude. Might as well do 20. Right. So if I would have re-enlisted once, I would have ended up staying in 20 years. And then what? I'm fucking almost 40. Never had a real job. I'm good. I mean... That real job, I know we've all heard the speech from the John Glenn. Um, it, it is a it is a real job, but at the same time, it doesn't prepare you for things that are going to be vastly different. It, in you know, it's a real job. It's not real life. Sometimes I struggle with discerning if this is real life that we're in right now or if that was. No, that wasn't. You can't get evicted in the Marine Corps. But we see things that are... They're going to feed you. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. You're not going to go hungry. Absolutely. But you might get shot. But then again, you same thing happens at school. That's... Yeah, absolutely. It's more dangerous now at this point to be fucking out here in the streets than it was to be deployed. Well, fuck with the virus... At this point, it's more dangerous to be an American than it was to be in Afghanistan. Right. I know. And dude, we're our own worst enemy and our own best friend at the same time. I mean, we're the we're the only ones we got at this point. The rest of the world is fucking. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of us. That's why it's hard to say who we are because we're a lot of things. We're a lot of people. Do you think the state should ever not separate, but? They should govern themselves more. So we should get back power to the states. Where it's just it's so big. The things that the issues that we have in Texas and Arizona and New Mexico, California, the Southwest region are vastly different than you know the, the upper uh, upper West Coast or the Midwest. Yes, I agree with you. I don't know enough about. I don't know enough to make a statement on it either way. That's fair. I mean, but it's just opinions. I No, no, I, I get you. And I, I, I agree. We're vastly different in states and everything. It's just one of those things where I don't ever, I don't know. You're a Texan. You're used to being able to say, well, we'll just quit America. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. As someone, you know, born and raised Chicago, city of big shoulders, a central hub of this great nation, we have a bit more loyalty to the union than... 
Texas. Ex Mexico. <laughs> Ex Mexico. Hey. Uh, or Mexico, if you want to call it that. We have many flags that have flown over the Republic of Texas. But um, yeah, it's a topic for another day. Yeah. So that's a complex it, one. My turn for the question. Your turn. My turn for the question. Why do you drive a Mercedes? It was... Of all the car brands. I know. So I, I had a, a, a BMW. Um, it was the... I don't know. I'm not going to remember it right now. It's off the top of my head. I still have it. It's But I gave it to my mom. So it's at my mom's house right now. And then I got the Mercedes. I don't know why. Because the leather seats and... Uh, would I get it again? Absolutely not. It's the not. It wasn't because of the perception of what people are going to think of the car. It's the perception that I had of the comfort that it was going to bring. Got you. You were seeking a level of luxury, right? That you're expecting from the vehicle, and it did not live up to it. I yeah, absolutely not. I mean, it, it drives smoothly. I don't have any issues with yeah. it, but it's not like anything special. I the BMW on the other hand is the perfect driving machine. Yeah, I fucking if for anybody who loves to drive, enjoys. I mean, I'm speaking in a general term here, like I'm generalizing, but driving a BMW that has some balls behind it, like because obviously there's like sedans that are 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 neutered versions. When you're tugging turns, you feel the whole road. It's a it's a rough drive at, and a lot of it. But when you're, because you're driving, no, it because you. No, can, I mean, like you're actually you feel driving. the road. You, yeah. you 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 understand the turns. You could feel, um, you know, in the Midwest, how they you build roads to have um the slope so yeah. shit slides off. You can feel that. You can feel the uh, the uh, the grains in your tires. If something's wrong with your with your with your car when you're driving a BMW, you feel it, but you also feel the power. And you, whenever the um, the turbo kicks in, you know it's kicking in. Oh, good God, man! That's a uh, your nuts get fucking they swell up whenever you're hitting it. I think on that, I think we should call it and go for a drive. Let's do it. All right. Till next time, guys.